The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Friday, September 16th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news, made possible when you shop Amazon using my links at buzzburbank.com. The government's Consumer Product Safety Commission has now issued a mandatory recall of a million new Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphones because of the likelihood of fire or explosion. And the government isn't happy with the way Samsung has handled its voluntary recall so far. More than two dozen people have been burned by the phones, and more than 50 reports of property damage have come in. Customers are again being urged to power down the phone completely and immediately while Samsung begins issuing replacements and refunds. Donald Trump has finally said he believes President Obama was born in the United States. It hasn't always been that way, and it's cost Trump votes from blacks and other minorities who saw doubts about Obama's birthplace as a way to discredit the country's first black president. Once at the forefront of the birther movement, Trump was asked about it again this week in an interview with the Washington Post. At the time, Trump refused to answer the question. But after sharp criticism from Hillary Clinton later in the week, who insists Obama was born in the U.S. in Hawaii, Trump finally, and for the first time ever, said he too believes Obama was born in the U.S. It'll be interesting to see how that sets with many of Trump's supporters about half of all Republicans still believe Obama was born outside the U.S., many claiming he's not a legitimate president. Hillary Clinton returned to the campaign trail yesterday, pointing out that millions of Americans cannot afford to take off work four days to recover from pneumonia as she did. Quoting her, they either go to work sick or they lose a paycheck. Lots of Americans don't have insurance, or they do, but it's too expensive to use. Instead, said Clinton, they toss back some Tylenol, chugs of orange juice, and hope it goes away on its own. Clinton returned to the campaign trail in North Carolina, where she slammed that state's law, banning transgenders from using the restrooms of their respective gender identities. Clinton called the law legalized discrimination that's costing the people and businesses of North Carolina. Quoting her, this is where bigotry leads, and we can't afford it. Not here, not any place in America. Hillary Clinton isn't alone in demanding to see Donald Trump's tax returns. In fact, she has never been alone in that, but now the nation's other top Republican thinks so too. House Speaker Paul Ryan says Trump should do as all other presidential candidates have done over the last 30-some years and release his tax returns. Ryan released his when he was running for vice president. Clinton has released hers the past seven years' worth on top of the 20-some years of returns that were released before and during Bill Clinton's presidency. Trump says his lawyers advised him not to release his until the IRS completes its audits. The IRS says it has no idea when those might be finished. There is no law preventing Trump from releasing his returns, but there is no law requiring him to do so either. Now that both Trump and Clinton have, to some degree, reported on their medical fitness to be president, both appear to be in relatively good health for their ages. Trump 70, Clinton 68. Although the Clinton campaign released more medical details, as Trump pointed out, neither candidate's report is comprehensive. In the doctor's letter he handed to Dr. Oz, Trump was described as being in excellent health, albeit overweight on cholesterol meds and taking a daily low-dose aspirin for heart health. His test results were normal in the exam he had last week. He doesn't smoke or drink. 
Trump only went to the hospital once in his life when he was a kid for a routine appendectomy. His parents lived into their 80s and 90s, and his family reportedly has no history of cancer or heart disease. Hillary Clinton released her medical data this week as she was recovering from a mild case of pneumonia. Her health was also described as excellent and with a bit more detail than in Trump's report. Trump told Fox News he wouldn't have released his at all, except that it showed he was in pretty good shape. Donald Trump says his economic plan will create 25 million new jobs and boost economic growth. Trump says he wants a national goal of 4% growth, and quoting him, I think we can do better than that, maybe substantially better than that. Trump has also called for putting more low-income people into the no-taxes bracket, reducing all income tax, rich or poor, and slashing the corporate tax rate from 35 to 15%. Trump, speaking to a friendly crowd of business leaders, also promised to scale back government regulations, quoting him, day one. And he vowed to increase drilling and other exploration for energy in the U.S., Trump told business folk he'd reverse Obama's plan to use clean air requirements to reduce the amount of coal we use, and he repeated his pledge to renegotiate foreign trade deals. A 13-year-old boy who appeared to have a gun was shot to death by police answering an armed robbery. That happened Wednesday evening in Columbus, Ohio. Yesterday, those police reported they'd found a laser-sighted BB gun. The officers had approached three males to speak with them about the robbery. Two of the three men ran into an alley, and the 13-year-old allegedly drew a gun from his waistband. One of the officers then shot the suspect multiple times. That boy, Tyree King, was pronounced dead at Children's Hospital. The officers involved will now get counseling. The officer who killed Tyree has been on the job in Columbus for nine years, but was new to this district. The Waller County Jail in Hempstead, Texas, has settled out of court with the family of Sandra Bland. Bland is the young Illinois woman who died in that jail after being stopped for a busted taillight by a confrontational cop. Jail officials said it was suicide. Bland's family said it was murder. Her family sued, and the jail has now agreed to pay the family $1.8 million to make the lawsuit go away. The Texas Department of Public Safety, which oversees the jail, will pay the Bland's $100,000 because that's the legal limit on its out-of-court settlements. The ceasefire in Syria has been extended by 48 hours beyond its original seven days. The U.S. and Russia agreed to the extension when it became clear that humanitarian aid that was to have been delivered during this astoundingly quiet week is stuck at the border. And because there have been about 60 violations of the ceasefire from both sides in that five-year civil war, drones now fly over Syria to monitor the ceasefire. If the quiet stays for a whole week, The U.S. and Russia have agreed to go in together to stage a massive bombing attack on known ISIS targets. It'll never get past the Senate, much less the President, so the Republican-controlled House is mostly making a symbolic gesture here, a gesture to the President. The House has voted to block President Obama from delivering one of his campaign promises to close the prison for terror suspects at Guantanamo Bay. That facility, which holds suspects not facing charges, had been the scene of illegal torture by Americans, and it fueled hatred against the U.S. around the world. For eight years, Mr. Obama has vowed to close Guantanamo and has already whittled its inmate population by 161. Of the inmates released, only 5.6% returned to fight as militants. There are only 61 prisoners remaining, the rest shipped overseas. 
Republicans say they'll have no part in either releasing the prisoners or bringing them onto American soil, not even in maximum security prisons. But the bill to block the transfer of Guantanamo prisoners will never become law, so the vote was just a symbolic gesture, as House Republicans continue to carry out their promise of eight years ago to block Obama at every turn. Support news and comment with likes, follows, and shares on social media at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Well, here's some pretty exciting news about how you can help support this free daily newscast and get more entertainment for less money. You see, compared to Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime Video has three to four times as many streaming movies, and it costs a dollar less per month. And now you can subscribe to Amazon Prime Video through my webpage on a monthly basis for just $8.99. Amazon Prime Video has thousands of TV shows, including original series, winning as many awards as the shows on Netflix. But if you love movies, Amazon Prime Video is for you. And all of it now available on a monthly basis at the lowest price in streaming. Subscribing to Amazon Prime Video, or Amazon Prime, also available monthly, helps support this free daily newscast when you go through the links you'll find at buzzburbank.com. Edward Snowden says he's surprised that privacy and government snooping are not bigger issues in this presidential campaign. Surprised and deeply disappointed. Quoting the exiled whistleblower, nobody's talking about the Constitution. Nobody's talking about their rights. They're only calling each other names. We need, said Snowden, to be talking about issues of substance. Snowden also attacked the common argument that if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. That, says Snowden, is like saying you don't care about free speech because you have nothing to say. Snowden made these comments via satellite to a screening of a new biography film by director Oliver Stone. Snowden also, as reported here, plans to ask for a presidential pardon that he is not expected to get. A report from the U.S. House of Representatives in Washington this week labels Snowden as a disgruntled traitor who hurt our citizens and our national security. One of the most important questions facing Americans in this election, of course, is can we take selfies inside the voting booth? New Hampshire banned it two years ago, complete with a $1,000 fine if the photo made it to social media, revealing a secret ballot. A judge put a stop to that law. New Hampshire appealed. Now it's up to a federal appeals court to decide whether the selfie ban prevents fraud, as defenders claim, or if it is instead a violation of free speech rights. 26 states ban taking photos of ballots. 10 states have no laws forbidding it. The laws are unclear in 14 other states. A company in Arkansas has come up with a chemical treatment that makes military uniforms resistant to microbes, infectious bacteria, and fire. The uniforms would better protect our soldiers against environmental challenges and odor. This fabric, once made antimicrobial, could also be used for civilian clothing, especially for sports and a range of outdoor activities. Why should we spend money on a space program when we have problems down here? Because the National Cancer Institute says it's making cancer-fighting discoveries using data analysis techniques it learned from the folks at NASA. NASA scientists continue to look for ways to mine and manage all of the data coming in from all of its many, many instruments and sensors in space. The space agency has gotten good at pulling very small needles out of very large haystacks. Under a new agreement between the Cancer Institute and the Jet Propulsion Lab, when NASA learns a new trick, the cancer researchers do too. 
The National Cancer Institute says it hopes to share what it's learned from NASA for use in other medical applications. The Centers for Disease Control came out with an unusual warning this week, advising Americans not to kiss their chickens. Chickens have become increasingly popular of late as pets and producers of fresh, free-range eggs. But the CDC is warning chicken owners to go easy on the affection to avoid an infection of salmonella. Even snuggling with a chicken can transmit the disease. The CDC says it's investigated eight salmonella outbreaks in 45 states just this year. Of the people sickened by chickens, 76% had touched the bird, 61% had touched a cage, 49% said they had snuggled with their chicks, and 13% admitted they'd kissed them. 42% of us in a CDC survey also didn't know you shouldn't let chickens inside your house. In fact, 46% of American chicken owners say they do keep the chickens indoors. 12% say they allow them in the kitchen. 22% in the living room. The CDC hopes to educate the 21st century chicken ranchers about how to keep their birds and avoid salmonella. The Russian government has blocked two more porn sites from its public internet, and many Russians are not happy about it. These two popular sites are in addition to the 11 porn sites blocked last year in the name of protecting children. The public outcry hasn't phased Russia's media watchdog, who says, quote, as an alternative, you could try and meet someone in real life. This one falls into a category some call thinning of the herd from the home office in Florida. In Tampa, a couple of guys decided to test a bulletproof vest to see if it worked. It didn't. Because after one man shot the other, the willing target died of a gunshot wound to the chest. The tester, who survived, has been charged with manslaughter and for illegally possessing a firearm since he's a convicted felon. In Melbourne, Australia, a drone operator trying to test his skills accidentally flew his plane into his own head. The only thing seriously injured was his dignity. And finally, if 55-year-old Nigel Mills wasn't trying to time travel, then why was he doing 88 miles an hour in a DeLorean? Police in Essex, England flagged down Mr. Mills and cited him for speeding, but the case was thrown out of court because the prosecution had no evidence to present. Mills admits he's a fan of the movie in which Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd use a modified DeLorean as a time machine that kicks in at 88 miles an hour. But Nigel says he wasn't trying to time travel. Well then, Nigel, why were you doing 88 in a DeLorean? Quoting him, it was 11 a.m. on Sunday and the road was completely clear. Next case. I'm Buzz Burbank. Have a great weekend. And thank you for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back Monday with another Buzz Burbank News and Comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.